What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She's not a lesbian, but she does dream of buying a camper and traveling full-time. It's the one and only Teresa. <laughs> Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And both are correct. That's the dream. One day. One day, get a camper and just... Yeah, that's my plan for retirement with you. I feel like we should just work really hard, retire at me 55, you 59. <laughs> maybe, uh, okay, maybe me 57, you 61. Okay. No. More reasonable. Yes. And we're just going to get that nice silver camper. Airstream. The Airstream. And we're going to block. We're going to oh. we're gonna podcast, guys. Wait for it. Oh. We're going to keep podcasting, but about our travel like as this. someone in their early 50s and, I mean, late 50s and early 60s. <laughs> I like this. Maybe we call it the golden age travel. Oh. Or the silver age. Oh, because, because of, of the, the Airstream. Airstream. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. I feel like that's what we're going to do. That's my master plan. Like, All right. So eventually, we buy a house, right? We live there until the kids, if we have kids, are out of college. And then when this time comes, we sell it, sell the house, put money in the bank, buy the Airstream, travel around for a year or two, depends on our health, and then buy a smaller house, maybe keeping the Airstream, depends on the money. Guys, I take it back. Um, She doesn't dream of buying a camper and traveling full-time. She's planned it. Oh, I did. She's fully planned this out as, no, it's not a dream, it's a plan. You know what what inspired me? Mm, The YouTubes we watch? Oh, that too. I've read an article about this elderly couple who's been traveling around the U.S. and buying shirts and visiting every single Cracker cracker Barrel. Mm -hmm. Not that I want to do that, but I'm like, I want to visit every single national park and maybe eat in every Denny's. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Denny's. Denny's for you who are new to the podcast and don't speak Teresa. She thinks the proper pronunciation of America's diner is Denise. Denise. Denny's. What's the I'm not gonna, no, I'm not going to rain on your parade because it's way more fun to say Denise. I, I, I genuinely don't hear the difference. You're saying it like a woman's first name, Denise. Oh. Like Denise Richards. It's a man's first name, Denny. Oh. Denny's. Oh. Either or. Theresa. We'll see. I only eat Denny's on the West Coast, so. Understood. We'll, we'll see. We'll Understood. see. Can we talk about 90 Day Fiance? My, oh, sure. My first question, my main question. What did you think of the... The live studio audience. I honestly better knew that is happening because they're not involved. It's not like they're laughing, they're reacting. Like here and there, the camera shifts over and people are just rolling their eyes or not not really doing anything. I don't understand why. And I get they're doing something new, but they should involve the audience more because right now they're not. It's like the regular 90-day tell-all with extra people in the background who do nothing. Teresa, the live studio audience stunk. <laughs> it you. absolutely stunk. I think that was a that was the summary of what I said. <laughs> I don't even think these people knew what show they were watching. I don't even think they've ever watched 90 Day Fiance before. They're like, wait, this isn't the price is right? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I can't win a vacation? Who's who's this guy who won't take off that stupid looking hat? What is this show? They had no idea what they were even watching. I thought that was stock footage for five minutes that they kept cutting back to. It seemed like they were in a different studio than they were filming in. It almost looked like they went on a tour of New York City 
And they yes. were like, and this is where we filmed 90 Day Fiance. Who wants to see a little? <laughs> Who wants to stay for a little bit for a couple of hours? You guys, excellent. They, yes, they looked like they didn't know what they were watching. Where's Drew Carey? Well, I can't win a car. What is this? <laughs> That's so true. They're not winning. They're not winning anything, and it's not. No, like- they're all losing. Because <laughs> I'll give you a summary of this tell-all part one. I was gonna say, but there, it's not even like they went on Jimmy Kimmel, and you see Jimmy Kimmel, and you see whatever celebrities they do, <laughs> like we did, and I was all for it, right? It's these ninety dayers, and again. There are a lot of people who love the 90-day world. I would totally go. Guilty. But I think I would want to not participate. I wouldn't. But I would give reactions. I would be like, whoa, like, do something. Like, on Jimmy. Was it on Jimmy Kimmel when they were telling us, like, when to clap and stuff like that? Oh, I'm sure they were doing that for here, too. Very poorly. The The whole live studio audience idea I don't know what I was imagining, but I think maybe you're right. Maybe I thought it would be like a lecture where at the end of the lecture, you get to go line up in front of a mic and ask a question. But there was no reason for them to be there. Let me just let me just fix what I just said. I made several wrong statements about seeing Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> no, I'm like, when does she become such a big Kimmel fan over here? She's trying to say Fallon, folks. Yes, thank you. Jimmy Fallon. Yes, I'm a big Jimmy Fallon fan. Jimmy Kimmel, me? He's on the West Coast. Who cares? We're on the East Coast. We did see Jimmy Fallon, and that's who I was referring to. Thank you. Yeah, I I don't know what they were going for. The trick with bringing in a live studio audience and having them interact is that at the time of the filming, the general population hasn't seen that much of the season because they filmed the tell-all before the season ends. Oh. So you couldn't really... Even, That's a great point. Unless right? they allow them to watch it in advance. No. Unless it's all like TLC plants. Like maybe it's people who work for Sharp or TLC. Because, yeah, now you're watching a tell-all and you haven't even seen the whole show. Very true. Makes zero sense. That's a great point. This idea stinks. Unless they literally selected these people months ahead and gave them access. They could because they kept cutting back to the same four and a half people. So maybe they did were like, here, get early access, catch up, and then show us your surprise face. Or they are friends and family of the cast members. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know about you. That's a, that's a great point. Yeah, call in if you guys have any information because we don't know anything over here, but it just didn't land for me. It was so pointless for them to be there and just what i'd rather i know i shit on kenny and tim being there but at least when they cut to them they would say something somewhat entertaining or funny these people they just cut to a random middle-aged woman or man they're like "Hmm, what not even not even not even i don't even know who these people were great great point and yeah there was i i loved the tell-all i thought it was a great tell-all yeah but I didn't, they, like having the audience or not having the audience, there was no difference. Zero difference. No, they, it made it worse for me. It took me out of it when they would cut to the audience because I'm like, I think they're just like recycling an old Jerry Springer audience. I don't even think this is the real audience in this tell-all. They cut to them like three times. It was so strange. Yeah, it's honestly, I don't care. Uh, did nothing to me, didn't ruin it, didn't enhance it. I was here for the tell-all. 
And it was a decent tell-all. Maybe not the best because no one was showing boobs or trying mm-hmm. to fight someone yet. But it was a good tell-all. All right. Well, we will tell all very shortly. Before we do, real quick, a little business. If you guys want to hear us talk about the other way, I think you should. It's a fantastic season. We're having a lot of fun talking about it. We're talking about it on our premium channels, which is Patreon and Supercast. So you can join us at patreon.com slash reality or marriedthroughreality.supercast.com. Get in at the Cousins Club level, and that's where you'll hear us or see us, if you're on the Family Affair level, recapping the other way. It's a great season, so... Come on, join us for that fun. Absolutely. Also, we're on Instagram. You should give us a follow there if you want to keep up to date. We share memes, scheduling, news, all sorts of things. But most importantly, we can talk with you guys over there. Yes. If you're not on the Patreon, that's where you can call and that's where you can message us at Married Reality Pod on Instagram. It's a good time, so follow us over there. Yes, guys. Do do it all. Do everything John says, please. Okay, and then <laughs> while you're doing that, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. That way, when we drop an episode on the free feed, you'll get it as soon as we drop it. There's no waiting. There's no looking. There's no wondering. If you're following the podcast, it comes right to your device. So easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash like it's is hot. Is that pink that Sean Robinson was wearing? Because that was a one hot pink. She One hot lady. She keeps getting better and better. Better and better. Like a fine I, wine. I don't love pink pink dresses i genuinely hate it somehow it looks good on her she could pull anything off she can pull anything it was a great style dress and i'll get to it during (laughs) outfit segment but damn sean robinson give us your secret smash like it's as hot as that dress and last but not least you guys know we're a sucker for a review if you leave a review if you leave a five-star review and you write something we'll read it on this podcast right here do you have any theresa (laughs) do you know me All right. All right. Let's read it. This one comes to us from our friend, Laura, NYC to ATL. Hello, Laura, NYC. We're just just in NYC, everyone. With the the cast members. Oh, with the cast members. And I was just in ATL on a layover. So there we go. All right. Laura says five stars titled The Best. This is the best 90-day podcast out there. My husband and I watched the 90 Day Universe together, so we love to hear the banter and thoughts of another married couple talking about these shows. I love this. Yes, ladies. Tell us that your men also like it (laughs) because I know they do. And I know some of them trying to be machos like, ugh, we only watch it because it's on when the wife puts it on. B.S. You gentlemen also love it. I know it. And I know we have some gentlemen friends who love it, but thank you. Teresa, I agree with everything you've said, but this is Laura's time to shine. Okay, so let me continue with I'm what... I'm shining with Laura. continue with what I'm Laura. helping her shine. Okay, well, she's doing a great job herself. She says, also, love that they bring the perspective of an American, that's me, and not American, that's, that's me, in a marriage to help us understand the dynamics of some of these relationships. Most importantly, they poke fun but are not mean-spirited at all. Keep up the great work, J&T. I love this. Damn, Laura, what a review. Laura, I did not mean to shine away from you. <laughs> Let Laura shine. Laura and You, you shined on your own. I wasn't trying to help. I thank you, but I love, love, love that you said me and your husband. I mean, me and my husband. Whoa. Hello, <laughs> ladies. Watch out. Theresa's coming for your husbands. <laughs> that you said me and my husband watched this together. I love it because... Jen and I watched it together too. Surprise, long, surprise. Long before we started but, the podcast. And- yeah, but exactly. We both enjoy it. It's 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 a it's a strange guilty pleasure. 
And all the men who say, oh, it's just for the ladies. We watch it when it's on. That's not true. You watch it because you like it. I would say so. Period. So thank you. You go. Your husband goes too. What a beautiful <laughs> review. Why are you laughing, John? I don't know what that means. You, your husband goes. Everyone goes. <laughs> yeah, like, didn't you say you go? You go. So they both go. Okay. You guys go. All right. I'm going to go if you don't mind. <laughs> can we do uh before we get into the meat of the episode, can we do a little 90 day by the way? Sure. All right, I got a couple ones that I think you'll be quite interested in. All right. Number one, Darcy's on LinkedIn. <laughs> Which, not much of a story in and of itself, although the idea of it is hilarious. And if I told you that she wrote her name in all caps, makes it even better. Just full cap Darcy Silva. Well, how did you find out? Because I do my research, Therese. Okay. okay. Was it like an article, the Darcy's on LinkedIn? Well. The article was what she's doing on LinkedIn or what she's oh. promoted on LinkedIn. So as you do on LinkedIn, you, you promote your businesses, right? You yeah, try, you connect with people. You connect with people. You shine a little bit. You tout what you got going on. And that's what she's doing. And this is a new one. This isn't House of Eleven. This isn't TV. This is a little new angle she's got to make a little cash. All right. What is it? You can now book Darcy and Stacey to be your bridesmaids. Come on. <laughs> yes. And that's why she's on LinkedIn? There's a po- she posted it twice. There's LinkedIn, a little- I love LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a professional. It's like a Facebook for professionals. Mm-hmm. Dar- Darcy needs to promote her business elsewhere. <laughs> I would say this, yeah, Instagram, Facebook, that's probably more appropriate. Yeah, but Instagram for sure. She posted that, yes, you can book Stacy and myself to be your bridesmaids. Now... Guys, listening, Teresa, yourself included, if you're not getting married anytime soon or already got married and had one of your actual friends be your bridesmaid and maid of honor, not to worry. You can also book the sisters to just host any event you may have coming up. Okay. So if you need someone to MC a charity event, an auction, a bar bat mitzvah, holler at, holla at your girls. And How much? Come. Didn't say. They need to. Didn't say, but people started commenting, and Darcy gave out her personal email in the LinkedIn thread. Ooh. It was like DarcySilva46 at gmail.com. I mean, that's not the exact one. I don't yeah. really want to give it out, but it's something like that. I'm like, you don't have a business email? I House mean, of 11? Or- you need to connect with people to be able to see that. Unless... I'm not connected with her, and I was able to read it all. So I guess she has a pri- she doesn't have a private profile. No, she's trying to get it out there. True. Isn't that wild, though? That she's like, hey, book us to be your bridesmaids. That is wild. Almost make, makes me feel like I think they're swimming in cash, but I don't are think, they? That, I don't think they are. That's what I'm saying is you're doing these business. Maybe they're strike while the iron's hot type of gals, and they know this is their moment, so let's cash in while we can. Yeah. But that, do you really want to go to some stranger, somewhat like borderline probably stalker's wedding to yeah. be their bridesmaid? Well, maybe they do spend a shit ton of money. Like everything they wear, everything they do, like all the plastic surgery, that's thousands, hundreds of thousands of Very dollars. True. Miami plays, Connecticut plays, Range yeah. Rovers. Yeah, and I don't know how successful House of House of Eleven is. I can't imagine. I'm Barry. going to say not that successful. Yeah. 
So, yeah, maybe they, they do need some extra cash. Well, here's the deal, friends. If you guys do this, if you guys take Darcy or Stacy up on this offer and you guys get them to your wedding as a bridesmaid or host or whatever. Please, please invite us. To. Please invite us. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say. We'll, right. we'll, we'll give you a gift. Absolutely. Yeah. Our, like pre- the, our presents. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would also bring people at weddings are supposed to give you gifts. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. I wish everyone at our wedding knew mm-hmm. that. Don't get me started, Teresa. Uh, let's not because some of them, uh, let's, let's not go there. Let's not go there. Let's yeah. go to, by the way, number two. Shekinah, our new favorite star of the other way. Alrighty. She's got a bit of a reality TV past herself. I think I know this one, but go. In 2013, she appeared on season six of The Millionaire Matchmaker. Yeah, I, I knew this one. I, however, don't know the show. Okay. But I can understand, I can guess what it's about from the title. Sure. So it's, she was not a millionaire. She went on the show as one of many women trying to find love and be matched with a millionaire. It's like a farmer wants a wife, but with money. Sure. Although I bet you some of those farmers have. Oh, I think so too. But like millionaires, I I just picture like money, money. But yes, there's the farmer or the millionaire and then a bunch of women come into a space and they quickly date and find out who they're compatible with. So Shekinah ended up being one of the chosen ones to go. She, the uh, millionaire was Adam Gaynor, the guitarist of Matchbox 20, the band Matchbox 20. Okay. He chose her as one of the two dates. They went on a date. They went to a craft place. They made something for Shekinah's daughter. And then Adam ended up choosing her as the finalist. Okay. So they started dating officially, like became a couple. Then it fizzled out. Not sure how long they dated for. But then she ended up dating another man who was on that same episode who was on to date the millionaire female. This guy, Rick Silver, was on Millionaire Matchmaker that episode dating an Olympian. They ended up dating, broke up, and then Shekinah and Rick got together. So I think you I lost you, but okay. She ended up dating a couple guys on reality television. Okay. Shocking that she was on this show however many years ago. But more shocking are the photos that accompany this story. Like she looks like a completely different person. Yeah, I saw that. Not in a bad way. She looked really good. She was very attractive. So much more natural. Yeah, I saw that. And I agree. Here's my thing. Her being on a millionaire matchmaker makes way more sense to me than her dating a guy who she thinks and he thinks is hot, but lives in an apartment in Turkey with a crappy old bed. Sure. I don't think he swims in cash. I think he must do... Swims in. Oh, yeah. Something else, you know. I think he must do well. Enough to have that apartment and all that. Yeah, I'm not taking away from him at all. But I don't see her doing this, really. And I don't think they will work out, to be honest. But it's a wrong podcast. If you want to hear us, patreon.com. I know, but I'm saying, like, I'm not that surprised that she went on the millionaire matchmaker. I I feel like that's her vibe. That's her style. Like, rich man. It is. Rich, rich man. And it goes to show you that when she got with Berto, or whatever his name was, that old Uh guy that we all thought was her dad. Yeah, she's gone after that. Cash. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. That's 90 Day, by the way. A couple interesting ones, I thought. Yeah, that was good. Good job. Thank you, Theresa. All right. Shall we do it? The reason we're here, Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 Days, it's the tell-all part one. 
We're talking tell-all. I love tell-alls. This one for me was lukewarm. I wasn't... Oh, I always forget what it means. <laughs> you start picturing a worm named Luke. Yeah. This one remind wasn't me hot. What, remind me what it means? It's kind of... It was middle of the road. It was a 6.5 out of 10. So nothing to do with a worm named Luke. No, it's it's warm, not worm. Okay. A- W-O, not oh. W. Oh, okay. Okay? (laughs) I thought it was okay. I thought it was decent. I thought it was... I don't think it was the best tell ever, but I think it was decent. I wasn't at the edge of my seat. I wasn't white knuckling. No big revelations so far. Yeah. They teased us at the very end, left us on a cliffhanger. I think we'll come back and we'll have maybe some excitement, but this was middle of the road tell all for me. Yeah, okay. Okay. So let's talk about it. All right. Everyone arrives, right? We have Misha arriving first, fouled by Statler. And here's what I thought some drama is going to happen because Statler is like, yeah, Misha is really Catholic and I'm really gay. So I'm expecting some judgment. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm going to say. You're already judging Misha, Statler. Very true. Like you are expecting judgment by judging her first. So here comes another thing that I don't like about Statler and I'm going to keep going. We'll get to it. I think, I don't think Statler's wrong to feel that there's going to be some judgment because of religion, but it's actually going to come more from Nicola than from Misha. I think Misha's more of the type that's like, you know what? My beliefs are my beliefs and I'm not going to put them on anyone else. Nicola is a little bit more, hey, this is my way, but it's also the way all people should behave. Because and so I, Nicola is like extremely, extremely. religious. Extremely. Extremely. And yeah. here is my take on this and we'll, we'll get to it, right? I am an atheist. I am literally zero person religious and I'm okay with it. I believe in aliens. I do. And I believe in ghosts. I don't know what it means Not for my same. atheism. Not but, the same thing. <laughs> but I respect everyone's religion. If someone's religious... I respect it. I would never come at you and be like, oh, why? As long as you respect me. And I think for Statler, she doesn't have this respect. She comes at them before they come at her. Mm. So it's like, it's fine that you are gay and non-religious. It's fine that they're Catholic and extremely religious. As long as you both respect each other. And you cannot tell Nicola, hey, I know you're religious, but... You need to see things other way because he he never will. You just both need to be like, okay, that's the way you see things. That's the way I see things. You cannot tell me that what I see is wrong. I'm not going to tell but you what you see. that's what the Catholic Church does as a, as a whole, and that's why Statler has an issue with well, it. Well, I, I, honestly, I don't really get involved in any religious things. So I don't know what the Catholic Church does or does not, but I think there needs to be certain respect between the two of them because— Everyone's different. Then the tell-all is going to be a 2 out of 10. Throw respect out the window, Therese. What are you trying to do? Oh, please. I want them Disrespect to left listen, and right, I folks. want them to come at each other hard, but I'm giving it my thoughts as someone who is not religious, but I do respect others. It's like I, I have a lot of friends who are religious. I know a lot of people, but we have a mutual respect. I, they tell me about going to church. I tell them I don't, and it's okay. We don't... They don't judge me for it. I don't judge them for it, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it should end. Like, it, it, it's okay. It's the same with politics. Like, I agree. Unfortunately, we live in the world that things are a little different, a little shaky on all kinds of ends. But Statler, I feel like she needs to dial back a little bit 
and come at them when they say something. Don't just say, oh, they will, so let me start. Okay. All right. I, I'm middle. Uh, I'm on the fence with, with how you're perceiving this because she, Staller is just coming from a long history of being judged by certain religious people and religion as a whole. So it's just that's that's what she's expecting because that's what she's experienced. Uh, you're talking about some grander idealistic utopia of oh, yeah. we shouldn't judge each other but that's I always do but that's not reality and that's so that's not reality but it should be reality of like course everyone it should, be, should but be respecting each other of course but that's that's not what we're talking about here and so i don't have a problem i uh, believe me i'll talk about my issues with Statler. this was not one of them i i think she was right to say what she said because it wasn't misha but it wasn't nicola who well, does start to spew his beliefs and start to judge others based on his beliefs. Yeah, and it wasn't Nicola judged literally the he Nicola Nicola judged all women. Not he didn't even go deep on whether you're gay or not. Like Nicola just Nicola is Nicola, we'll talk about it. He kind of pissed me off too. But Statler just saying, Oh, yeah, Misha is Catholic, I'm very gay, so there there's gonna be judgment. How about you say, Hey, yeah, she's Catholic, let's see how things go. Why do you have to, like, she already put it out there, like, there, there is going to be a judgment. That's literally what she said. All right, Teresa hates Tyler. We all know. Moving on, Riley rolls in next. Nothing happens there. Christian comes in. He's got a new leather jacket. Um, he, I think he looks like a Moran. It's a little better leather jacket. Not on him, however. He's like, oh, you know, people think I'm a booze hound playboy. It's like, nobody uh, thinks. Oh, you think Booze that. hound. Booze oh, hound. Yeah. Yes. But Playboy, because you talk to women at bars that you're not supposed to because you are in a relationship? Yeah, I think to be a playboy, it's got to go both ways. Yeah. Yeah, otherwise it's just a creep. <laughs> so True. David rolls in. He's just excited to be in New York City. Well, Riley first. Riley comes with a question that I actually do agree with because he says, well, I actually want to speak to Nicola because my mom always said, do not use the Bible to justify your bad behavior. Oh, yeah. Which is very true. And I feel like I've said it before. There are people who take religion as, okay, mm, I did something shitty. Let me go and pray. God will say it's okay so I can move on with my life. I hate this. Mm -hmm. And I love that he said it because it's so true. You follow your Bible. You follow your religion. But don't justify if you do something shitty with the Bible. Sure. All right. Agree to that. Then everyone starts talking about who the most toxic of the season is. And everyone kind of agrees it's Jasmine. Well, first off, and I like this one too, Riley goes like, well, I'm just going to own up to it. It's me and Violet. I, th I thought he said he's like second most toxic. I think he said, I'm going to own up to it. And then people said, oh, I don't think you're the most toxic. We think it's Gino mm -hmm. and Jasmine. Mm -hmm. And Staller Team Gino. She's like, Gino needs to be protected at, at all costs. Jasmine's the toxic one. Jasmine's out of control. So, I love it. Yes. Right then, Gino comes in. And then, followed very quickly by the big surprise. Not such a big surprise because it's been all over the internet. Social media always spoiled this. Hi, bitches. I made it to America. The one and only Jasmine. Yeah, she just got her visa approved. Mm -hmm. So she showed up. Mm -hmm. And yes, she made the grand. She was the Angela of this tell all 
Making oh, that yeah. fashionably late grand entrance. And she's like, you know, I, I heard all that was said about me. I heard everything. <laughs> but we all have our own baggage, right? And Statler was like, so you know that you're very toxic, right? And I'm like, all right, let's, let's, let's save it for the tell-all. But then Misha, Misha's like, I'm worried for Gino. And Jasmine did not like Misha, the hot lady that's sitting around mm-hmm. to feel worried for Gino. No, we're all a little worried for Gino. Uh, we've been worried for Gino since episode one yeah. of them ever being on the show. Yeah, we're all a little worried. Um, should we do outfits the segment Let's here? Do outfits all right. The cue, segment. Cue the theme music. Ba-da-ba-da. That's not my outfits, it's like my music. Uh, do you have theme music? No, I don't. Oh, so. I should be like. Should let me go. It should be like. Alphas, 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 Alphas. All right, let's Alphas do it. Alphas is a segment. All right, I'm going to put my mic down. Teresa's going to talk about clothing for five minutes, and I'll see you on the other side. All right, guys, let's start with Misha and Nicola. Okay, Misha, I feel like Misha looks great in anything. She was wearing this baby blue high collar dress with some sparkles. I would not wear it. Was it not a necklace? No, that was a high-collar dress. Mm. All right. And I would not personally wear it. I don't wear baby blue, but it did look good on her. She it was like a little tan. It was like a Tiffany blue, I thought. No, it wasn't. It was a baby blue. All right. Tiffany blue is like tealish. Got it. Either way, she can do no wrong. Yeah, so she looked good. It wasn't like, oh, my gosh, she looks, this is the best she ever looked. Mm-hmm. But it was a nice dress. And Nicola was wearing this Pink shirt that actually wasn't the worst. All right. You could still smell him through two screens. There was two screens and I was still like. (sighs) Exactly. Church. But it wasn't bad. It was better than we've seen before. Mm -hmm. Right. Next, we have Statler and Dempsey. Okay. Let me just say they both look like they're auditioning to be Cody Brown's new wives. I don't know what's going on (laughs) with this look, but it's so sister wifey. It gives me the creeps. Okay. And again, this has nothing to do with me disliking Statler. Of course it does. She was the worst dressed on the freaking show. Oh, what the fuck that's, is she wearing? That's a First personal all, attack. No, Teresa. it's not. It's not. I promise you it's not. First of all, the dress doesn't fit her well. The dress doesn't fit her body type. Mm-hmm. And the maroon... The color does not look good. On, maroon is a horrible color, first of all. All right. I think Statler... It's not a bad-looking girl. No, I think she's pretty. I think I've seen her wedding outfits. That I was like, okay, that looks good on her. This, however, and it has nothing to do with me disliking her personality. This, however, looked horrible. She's the <laughs> worst-dressed person on the show. Dempsey, the green looks good on her. You know why? Because I'm, I'm also blonde. Green looks good on blonde girls with light eyes. All right. That's the thing. People think it's blue. It's not. Okay. Green looks good on blonde. So I actually liked Dempsey's outfit. However, I would keep her hair straight as yeah, she used to. I would agree with I didn't that. like the hair, but I loved her outfit. The color was great. All right. Next, Next. we have Riley and Violet. Violet wearing a violet dress. I mean, oh. really. But <laughs> looked fine. Riley, I did like the pink blazer. However, the dark teal button down, that just, what was that? Yeah, my note was A for effort, but it's not working. All he had to do was to wear a white shirt, white button down. There was too much going on. He was wearing white pants 
if I'm telling you the blazer was white, I mean blazer, the button down was white, he would have looked great. Okay. It was just this, why would you wear that teal? It okay. just didn't look great, right? Next, Razvan and Amanda. Razvan. Oh, boy. Is back in 2005 hitting the discotheca. I'm here to pump you up. <laughs> because I remember my guy friends wearing those type of shirts. And <laughs> oh God. when I was 15, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is hot. Oh. I'm 33. Yeah. Let's let's leave it back in 2005. All right. Okay. And Amanda, Amanda has no style, Zero which style. we learned. And I don't, she looks fine. Like, I think, you know, she has a very good looking body. So I think she can wear a lot of things. However, this dress and the shoes, me. Simple red it dress. It was fine. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't the worst, but it wasn't the best. Right? Just like me. All right. Agree there. Next, Christian and Cleo. Oh, boy. Christian usually looks the worst. And listen, Teresa, I'm scared what you're going to follow that up with. He looks like he's going out with his friends on Halloween as the cast of Anchorman. No. He he looks atrocious, Teresa. What? Okay. Atrocious. He is the best dressed. Oh, I'm about to quit this podcast. Minus the shoes. I hated the pink shoes. Probably the only thing I liked about that outfit. Absolutely not. Separated was, from that outfit. I liked it. I would not. Uh, listen, I would, uh, not, I would not want you to wear it because baby blue wouldn't look good on you mm-hmm. with your features and your dark look, hair. It look good on him either. It did. Uh, it did look good on him, especially because he has no style. This looks good on him. And Cleo looked beautiful. She was wearing this orange dress. But I thought Cleo has a style. She has the vibe. So. She she actually looked really nice. But together, they were wearing the Dumb and Dumber colors. That powder corn blue and the orange. That's Harry and Lloyd, Dumb and Dumber, those suits. Okay, I can see that. But he did, that, that suit was good. Guys, I need you to call in. I can't be the only one that thinks that outfit stunk. No, he did not. He was trying. Here's what I don't like about it. He was trying so hard. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. I don't think he picked the outfit. Oh, yes, he did. I don't think he did. Everyone picks their outfits. I think they have to bring multiple. Really? I think they have to bring multiples in case you can't have four people wearing corn So why blue. does he always look horrible and all of a sudden... Teresa, he still looked horrible. No, he, I'm telling you. You know what it is? I think the only time I said, hey, he looks decent was when he was wearing a costume. Maybe exactly. he needs to wear costumes to look decent. Exactly. This was a costume. And I liked it. It was good. All right. Keep it moving. Let's talk about Gino and Jasmine. Okay. Jasmine, the second worst dress because Jasmine, this is the tell part one, not the prom. Oh, see, normally I feel like we're on the same page. I would say she looked pretty nice. She looked mature. Nice olive no. green. What do you think? mature she was wearing this like fake diamond necklaces and earrings that you put on when you go to prom oh there boy. was a prom dress oh boy. there was a prom makeup that you do you do in your bathroom when you were 17 because you don't know any better yeah the makeup wasn't great but i thought the dress was nice horrible okay right, right after statler the worst dress <laughs> gino i thought just take off the hat and he'd be one of the best dressed uh yeah but, but i hate i hate it he was wearing jeans with it Gino, Teresa. I guess, but that wasn't the vibe. But yeah, 
compared to his other outfits, Gino did look decent. Mm-hmm. But Jasmine, oof. just get someone, someone get Gino a, a proper fitting hat. They're all right? too big. They're all like coming down over his eyes. I just, know. This man's hat is his entire identity. Get one that fits. I think he has a tiny head. Maybe. And I think he just buys hats without. He needs to have like a custom made hat. Yes, absolutely. We okay. give Tyree, who is not in the studio, but he he looks nice. He's wearing light green shirt. Nothing, nothing special, but very simple. He look he looks nice, right? Yeah. Then we have David and Sheila. David is wearing a black and pink Hawaiian shirt. David's still on vacation. Totally. I usually hate that look, but somehow he's pulling it off. He had the beard, yeah. he had the shirt. I feel like he was he was vacation, David. However, I've seen Sheila wearing nicer stuff. Yeah. Just the pink. The pink wasn't her. The pink isn't her color. I'll yeah, just tell you that. Wasn't right? doing anything it for was her. fine. And then finally, we have Sean Robinson, obviously oh, looking hot in her hot pink. Absolutely. That I love little turtleneck dresses. Mm -hmm. I would totally buy that dress if it was any other color, like black or green. Mm -hmm. I would be searching it. All right. Beautiful. Cool. All right. So best Oof. dressed woman, you best, have? Best dressed woman, I am going to say Dempsey. I have Misha. Best dressed man, I have, it's an eight-way tie for worst. It's Christian. Oh. I'm going to say, it would, this it might would, be our last podcast. It would have been Riley if he didn't, if he uh, was wearing the stupid teal shirt. Uh, okay, who's yours? They're all bad. They're all terrible. You have to pick one. Best dressed. You have to pick one. You're going to pick Christian because you know that after, out of all these freaking people, he was wearing a fitted suit. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Everyone to the set. Let's talk about this tell all. Yes. All right. Let's start with Jasmine. Sean wants to know what's going on. Last time we saw you, there was all that drama. You were screaming. You were saying, I hope you kept the receipt for those Panamanian flags. It's time to send them back. What happened with the visa interview? And she said there basically was something wrong with the system that she didn't understand. And I assume they didn't explain it to her, which I would not leave that place until I would get an answer. That would be that annoying. Can I call BS on this storyline? Can I say it just, it made for a fantastic finale, but really she doesn't even have the actual reason for why the interview was postponed. She's like, well, it may have been the system, huh? You're going to leave without actually having definitive answers. I kind of call it BS. I think she did it. Think then, about her personality. She's the type of a person that you're going to tell her something Something's not as she planned. She's gonna freak out and leave. But they told—they either told her something or they didn't. This whole—it may have been the system, huh? How are we unclear about this? How is there any gray area? If she said, "Yeah, they told me it was the system," I would have believed her. But the fact that she's kind of dancing around mm. it, I go, "I don't know. This could be for show." It could, but also it could have been that she missed a paper. Also. Maybe they said what was wrong, but she just didn't understand. True. There are, yeah. If let's let's go with this storyline is true. There is a lot that can go wrong with immigration. Like one 100%. tiny mistake. Hundred percent. But but you know what it is. Someone tells you. You're not like maybe. Maybe it was this. Well, maybe. look at her 
personality. Also, the immigration officers can be a little vague. So if you don't just stay and ask questions, which I'm the type of a person I ask questions until I know the answer, you don't get the answer. Like they could have said something and just sent her away and she could have leave and be like, what the fuck did just happen? I can totally see that happening. I'm the type of person I'm going to stay there and be like, explain it to me. I'm not leaving until you tell me. Sure. But she is also very emotional and I can totally see her just freaking out and leaving. Sure. Well, speaking of you, Teresa, and immigration and this oh, whole process, yeah. uh, let's update our friends a little bit here. A little, Guys. A little pause for the personal cause. Two years and nine months later, I got my second green card approved. Woot, woot. Woot, cheers to that. There cheers is one. Do a little, little, cheers little cam cheers. Oh, we can't both sip at the same time on a podcast, oh. but okay. Now that I was s- me drinking. Yeah, you want to have a sip? You deserve it. I, I, would love, I would love a sip. Yeah. So it's just because of COVID, there was some sort of a backlog we've learned. And some cases took longer than others. Obviously, I was able to live here and go about my life. I kind of forgot about the fact that I'm waiting for a second green card. So I randomly checked and it was approved, which is amazing. So I'm super excited. But yeah, it just took a little longer. So if you guys, if any foreigners are listening and are in the same situation, waiting for the second green card, a.k.a. having the condition removed on your first green card, just wait. It's going to happen. It just takes a little longer. Next step, uh, citizenship. Yeah, but now it's kind of like, I'll do it whenever I feel like it. I might do it next year because it's just, um, I do want to become a citizen, especially because I can keep my Czech citizenship too. So I'll have a dual citizenship, but it's almost a formality. Like I, I'm not in rush. I may or may not do it next year or maybe the year after. I have 10 years to do it. You got to study, Teresa. I do got to study. And even if I decided not to do it after 10 years, I can just reapply for the green card. Beautiful. All right, back to back 90 to ninety day. day. All right, well, there was a little beard drama because David grew the beard. Chiel doesn't love it, but he loves it. I think he should keep it too. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it looks good. I think it's great. Then we get some confirmation: Christian and Cleo are still together, which, much to the surprise of everyone on set and everyone in our living room, very true. Kind of surprised that they're still together. I don't think, and I'm sure once we get to them and dive deeper, we'll get more answers, but. Have they gone back and seen each other? Mm. Has she come and visited? Like, that's what I want to know. It's yeah. easy to just kind of stay together on paper. But what are they actually doing? Is it, eh, we talk on the phone once a week. Or are you guys actually doing couple stuff? Very, very true. Then Rasmus and Amanda, that does not look too solid. No. God, no. And we all obviously expected it. Yeah. Um, who else? Misha and Nicola. So it's been a year since they've seen each other but Neagle is coming very soon to visit on a a tourist visa and they're still waiting for the annulment at least right now yes at this point in the tell all that's all the information yes. we have Tyree, I guess he's quarantined so I guess yeah. that's kind of the answer to why he's not in studio he said he's got a tickle in his throat he said he's got a headache so maybe it's COVID maybe it's something else but I guess he's quarantined and, and that's why he's not there correct Statler and Dempsey are still together and still Not planning long. still planning on moving in together. Yeah, but we learned, and I'm kind of upset about that. All upset right. and not upset. And All then right. Riley and Violet are not a couple. 
They're not together. No surprise there. But I saw the previews. I'm very confused. Let's not totally skip ahead. Okay. But she does say she's at the tell-all to share the truth nobody knows. Oh. Okay, so there's some truth that nobody All knows. All right. All right. Let's kick it off. Let's dig a little deeper into our friends Gino and Jasmine because now they're living together in the States. She finally made it. She actually got to the U.S. a few days ago. Yes, and she says, when God created Michigan, he didn't mean for anyone to live there because it's so freaking <laughs> cold. And Sean is like, well, you don't know that the host of this show is born and raised in Michigan, bitches. Gino was like, uh-huh, that's right. I got back up. He's like, damn, I wish I met, I met her first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got to be quite a wake-up call to go from... Panama to Michigan, absolutely. Yeah, yeah especially she's living in whatever that condo complex is. You Uncle think Gino Marco. lives there too? What do you mean? I think Gino has owns I, uh, an apartment or a condo. Or I thought something. that was the place they were always having pasta dinners. I thought, I thought Uncle, it was Marco. You may be right. I, I don't Marco. know. I don't know. Either way. But they play a clip of Jasmine and Jasmine's and Dane's friendship. Never before seen. Some people didn't see before. Yes. It's Jasmine telling Dane about her lack of sex life. Which we saw. We saw a lot of it. I think maybe there's a a new scene or two. Gino, of course, thinks that's way over the line. Yes. I would agree. The rest of the cast agrees. Even a man is like, I don't know how you can trust her after you see the way she behaves. Absolutely. And then we learn that, okay, so do you still talk to Dane? Well, apparently Dane proposed. Silence. That was so dumb. Yeah. A goodbye dinner because she was leaving for the U.S. and didn't know when she's coming back. So you went on a date? She said it wasn't a date. There was no sex, no kiss. It was just a dinner. But he brought her flowers and a card. Well, because Sean goes, when was this dinner? And Jasmine says, February 14th. The day of friends, of course. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I Googled and this is what it says. In Panama, February 14th is celebrated as a special day for couples. Friends are also remembered, but with less emphasis. So she's kind of not rewriting history, but she's picking and choosing. It's oh, not yeah. It's not Friends Day. It is a special day for couples, most importantly. And yes, friends are remembered, but with less emphasis. So come on, Jasmine. If she went out to have a drink with him, I would still not be happy about Jasmine hanging out with her ex, but let's say you are okay with that. Go for a drink. Don't go out to a dinner and bring her flowers and freaking a card. That's 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 a date. Yeah, and I feel like on Valentine's Day, we've never experienced it long distance, but if it was February 14th, fire up the iPad, put out a couple glasses of wine, and yeah. do, like a, do like a long distance Valentine's Absolutely. Day. Don't be going out with your ex on Valentine's Day. Yeah. To me, the whole thing's crazy. And Christian's like, well, seems like Jasmine's just looking for some attention. And Jasmine is like, what are you saying, you attention whore? (laughs) And she's like, from one attention whore to another attention whore. It's like, 
Whoa. Here's Jasmine's defense of why nobody should be concerned about her and Dane. We've had so much sex in the past. I've gotten sick of it. Like that's that's your defense of everyone calm down. I've had I've fucked Dane so many times that I I just I'm tired of it. I wouldn't do it again. That's supposed to make you feel more comfortable? I also feel like Dane is done with her. I think she's too crazy for him. However, she's probably a nice dude. He's like, yeah, I'll be your friend. You can tell me all about whatever, but yeah, I can just deal with you and your BS. The sad part is Gino is okay with it. He's basically fine with anything as long as it's not physical cheating well he is not okay with it he says how could you do this to me how, how could you do this right and the cast obviously they're like oh yeah that's we call bs on this yeah yeah i i think he was cooler than most people would be that's all i'm saying true and then amanda was like well if we have to choose if gino said you cannot see that anymore it's either him or me what would it be and jasmine is like but that would be very hard because um, I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> so you have to be friend with your ex. Like, I would absolutely not tolerate you being friends with your ex. No. I, no. And Unless it's an ex you dated when you were 11 and you dated for three weeks. Yeah. You could be friends with her. Not one that I had a sex video with. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm glad Sean asked because Sean is like, all right, let's talk about the sex tape. Do you or have you made a sex tape with Dane one month before? Yeah, how recently was this sex tape? So Jasmine pauses and she's like, yeah, but it's, it's been a long time ago. I mean, it, it's in my it's in my iCloud. I'll show you this timestamp. Why do you have that sex video with your ex in your iCloud? But she then changed her tune. She's like, well, it's on like a memory stick or something. She's not telling the truth. Oh, she's definitely not. About one thing or the other, whether it's the timeline or where it's stored or how many. She's not being completely honest here. Gina wants to see, not for the sex, (laughs) but for the timestamp, because he's like, I want to see how long ago this was. Did you pee on him too? Or is that special? (laughs) I want to see the video. I want to see the evidence. And Jasmine (laughs) says she'll show him, which I don't think she will. (laughs) And I, I think there is a sex video. 100%. I think may, maybe not from one month ago, but from the time that she was with Gino. Uh, yeah, I mean, she said it was months before. That's a little close for comfort. She said months before she met Gino. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little close. It's not like, oh, years before. It's several True. several weeks before I met you, we were having sex and filming it. That's Listen, you're free and clear to do it, of course. You're not in a relationship with Gino. It seems a little a little too close for comfort for me. Yeah, and then they go on a break, and Gino is asking Jasmine why she has the video. And Jasmine is like, I'm not going to feel bad about something that was in my past, which is true. Like, you should not be focused on your past. However, you're friends with your past. You would call your past baby, and yes. I love you. That's why it's an issue. And also... It shouldn't be in your past. It should be in your trash. Like, throw that video out. Delete that video. Exactly. Why are you still holding on to it? As Gina says, well, because you probably want to watch it again, right? Oh, yeah. So you do you. You do whoever you want to do and film it. But also, a lot of couples, 
us included, I feel like when we started dating, I was like, I'm going to delete photos of my ex. I don't need photos of me and my ex on Facebook. That's the past, right? I don't exactly. Need, I don't need to go and look. Oh, remember when we went to that concert together? It's in the past. So why would you keep a sex tape with your ex? You still had a few, and I feel like I told you that, or your sister did. S- maybe someone did, because yeah. I'm not going and looking. Oh, what do I have from four or five years oh, ago? Oh, I stalked your entire Facebook when of we course, started dating. As you do. Yeah. Right? You want to get to know the person. You want to see who am I dealing with. And yeah, to hold on to a sex tape, it's a little questionable. True. Okay. They took a break. I think this is a good place for us to take a break. Let's do it. We'll tell you about our sponsors for this episode. And when we come back, Teresa's favorites. All right. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. Are you ready? I mean, try to contain yourself. I could see you're already getting worked up over here. Well, let's talk about Statler and Dempsey. And we see this unaired clip of Statler on the toilet. And I'm just going to say, ew, and enough of that shit. Non pun <laughs> intended. So, okay. I'm glad the editors realized, look, we've seen enough of Statler on a toilet. So that they cut it out. Of the main season. Yeah, okay. Okay. So kudos to the editors. But the fact that the editors, when we learn this, when we learn they edited this out of Statler shitting in a field, when the editors decided to cut that out, that means we can no longer use the defense, ah, she got a bad edit. Ah, Statler got a bad edit. No. The editors were doing her a favor by cutting things like this out. Well, and now it's becoming her persona. She keeps always saying, yeah, as long as there is a toilet, I'm good. Like, she keeps using the toilet as to determine that fun aspect of, oh, my gosh, yeah, I I shit a lot and And I need a toilet. And she has IBS and and who doesn't have IBS IBS in this podcast studio? But, yes. I thought they were gonna they were cramming every piece of toilet content they could into her edit. Come to find out, no, there was some left on the editing room floor, which just makes me go, oh, it wasn't a bad edit. This is Staller's personality. Unfortunately. But then we get some updates. They are still together. There she's planning on moving to Europe but not living on the farm. And this is what you said before. She's probably going to guilt Dempsey into leaving the farm. Mm-hmm. However, I'm glad they're doing something that Dempsey wants to do too. And it almost seems like Dempsey's the one who wants to do it. They're going to get an actual driving caravan and travel around Europe. This is, a good, life. This is a good way to get to know somebody. Tra- oh, yeah. Traveling is a fantastic way to get to know somebody, especially in tight quarters. Yes. So Statler said it will have a working toilet. That's what I'm saying. It's becoming who she is. Yeah. Which, all right. Too bad her she's, name isn't Dempsey. We would go for Dempsey. <laughs> she's a two trick pony. It's either sex or diarrhea. Oh, yeah. Okay. At least we're getting some of the onion is peeling back. Yes. And we learned, I was like, okay, I, that sounds fun. I hope. Dempsey isn't just leaving her play. Like, she's not selling it, I don't think. I think she'll travel a little bit. Hopefully, she can come back. I don't think Dempsey owns that character. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I think she leaves it behind, and hopefully, she can come back if she wants to. Yeah, I think it's part of the property that she works at. But he just, what I'm trying to figure out, Stadler is so desperate to leave the U.S. and go to Europe that she's willing to do this. 
living in a van, traveling around Europe, because she's not totally on board. Well, on top of that, too, she's going to be the one funding this adventure. Yeah. She's going to be the one working remotely so that they can afford to do this. And she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about it just yet. She's like, I wish I had a financially stable partner. Mm-hmm. Dempsey's plan is to just do, I guess, all jobs along the way, whatever anyone needs. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of seems like how she ended up with the current job she has. Yeah. She rolled onto a farm one day yeah. and was like, hey, you need help? And they're like, sure. Yeah, so let me just say this. I don't see them doing it. I don't think mm. they're going to go through with it. I could see them doing it for like a week. Or, yeah. yeah I don't I see them doing a, a year around Europe. No, no, no. Then we get some more unseen footage. This time it's Dempsey saging Statler's vagina. I feel like maybe Dempsey did this more to cover the scent of Statler's diarrhea. Di- diarrhea butt. Yeah, but she's like, I'm getting the slut out of you. Yeah. Well, Statler does present herself as someone who, she's like, what's his name? Sarper? Yeah. yeah. Statler is like Sarper. She doesn't give us all the numbers, but from what she says, it's been a lot. Yeah. Which again, nothing wrong with that. But I don't need to know about it. Yeah, I mean, That's between I, you and the 2,500 other people that you banged. <laughs> I mean, tell us. I, it's, it's a good TV, right? Well, Dempsey sages her vagina and then makes her to put a stone egg in to <laughs> cleanse it from all the women she's been with. Oh, yeah. Shoves that egg right up her poopanani. Yeah, so that was interesting. And it was was a good transition to then talk about Staller's sex life, which included banging in church, which had some people on the fence about how they felt on set. Not everyone was totally on board with this. Which I'm not religious and I'm not a prude, but I find this a little disrespectful too. Yeah. And people like people are there for something that's to them very serious. Like having sex during math. First of all, how? Like you cannot fully have sex unless you go in one of those little booths well, that you tell spill all your dark secrets. You can go to the confessional booth. Maybe there's uh, like a balcony area that no one's sitting in. Yeah. Sitting I don't in. know. I mean, yeah, it's fun to have sex in all kinds of places, but. I kind of agree with some of the people who say, well, church, I don't think that's the place for it. Unless, I don't know. I'm not even going to say unless. I don't think that's the place for sex. Yeah. Uh, if I had to, yeah, if I had to make a decisive decision, I would say no. But I haven't given it much thought. Because he's not a turn on. Like, I, I, I can understand how Well, some the people- turn on is that you're not supposed to. So, ooh, this, is, ooh, this is naughty. Right? Yes. But again, like, I'm also non-religious, but that doesn't seem like, oh, let's do it because I'm not supposed to. Like, that doesn't turn me on. I think it's completely inappropriate when there's a service going on. Oh, yeah. And I think there was. Because yeah. now you're subjecting other people to your sex life, which it, I think it's a private thing. Yeah. If it's the middle of the afternoon on a Wednesday and you find yourself in church and there's a quiet corner... Okay, now we can debate that. Now we can debate if it's appropriate. I mean, it's not appropriate, but we can debate how inappropriate it is. But yeah, I think she said it was while there was a service going on. Yeah. And I think that's a little ridiculous. Yeah, but apparently she, here's the thing. 
I don't know if I buy all her stories. He also, she also strikes me as someone who exaggerates. Hmm. So I can see her shoving a hand down her friend's pants. Sure. But I don't see her doing a, like sex stuff. Okay. And I really, I really think she exaggerates. Not just this. In general. Okay. I don't know. She just strikes me as an exaggerator. Okay. All right. So Christian thinks it's disrespectful. Nicola obviously thinks it's disrespectful. Dempsey says, hey, everyone's entitled to their past. So I'm not bothered by what Staller did. So there you have it. Yeah. Then we bring in Staller's friend Natalie with an eye. We want to hear about Statler's dating past. And Natalie confirms, yeah, Statler moves very quickly all the time. I think that's her issue. I think she moves very quickly and she gets rejected very quickly because a lot of people don't like when others move very quickly unless that's what you want. And I can see her being in, get it, falling in love very fast but also being dumped very fast because people just, a lot of people don't accept this Oh my gosh, we've been together for two weeks. I love you so much. Can I move in with you? Sure. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot Yeah, for most people. Jasmine wants to know what makes Dempsey special. She asks Natalie that. What makes Dempsey special? And if, if Staller's always moving quickly. And Natalie's like, uh, I'm not sure Dempsey is special, Ooh. to be honest. And Dempsey has this face. She's like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. No. And look, I wouldn't either. A friend is not... The person you're dating. The friend can say whatever they want to say. Yes, if you wish they were like, oh, Dempsey's so special. I've never seen Staller so happy. But at the end of the day, who cares what a friend has to say, especially when it's spelled in the, her name is spelled incorrectly. It's very true. But imagine some of your friends said something like, yeah, we don't think Teresa is too special. And I would be like, yeah, I don't care what you think. Like You would start saying, I'm not saying you would dump me or anything but it would get to you well it's all how you respond to it as well if my friends are like yeah i don't know what you see in her if you got super defensive and rightfully so of course you would get defensive but if you're just like hey that's their opinion i'm gonna prove to you otherwise then i think that's great who cares what the friends it's between you and i i guess that's how i feel so dempsey doesn't care and misha asked Staller if she sees any red flags because Misha thinks maybe there are some red flags. And Stalo says, well, we have a hard time communicating because one of us always shuts down. And Staller thinks maybe couples therapy could benefit them. Dempsey never was one for therapy, but they ended up buying some books. That's kind of the happy medium. That's them meeting halfway. And they're going to read the books and apply that to the relationship and hope that helps. Let me just say this, and I'm sure you'll agree. I'm all for therapy. But if you need a couple's therapy with someone you're just dating, you need to break up. Oh, I've said that. That's been my mantra from day one. You, is- need, to, you need to break up. You, I understand if you're with someone for a long time and things should happen. It's like, yeah, it's, it's good to have someone to talk to. If you are dating for a freaking not even a year or maybe a little over a year. I don't know how long they've been together at this point, but... You have a lot of issues. You need a couple therapy before you even become engaged or anything. Well, uh, just break up. Yeah, I always say if if you're just dating and you need to see a couple's therapist, no, you don't need to see a therapist. You need to see other people. Exactly. 
once you're married, of course, different thing. Yeah. But the the idea that, oh, we're dating, we need to see couples therapy, to me that that means you think everyone just belongs with everyone. No, you got you to gotta find your person. Yes. You can't force a square peg into a round hole. You can't force a stone egg into Staller's vagina. You got to find <laughs> you got to find the right person. You got to find the person that you don't feel the need to shove a stone egg into into their vagina. Very true. And lastly, we bring up the kids, right? What's going on with that? And apparently, they both are on the same page undecided. Ugh. And I call bullshit. That's not the same page. Both being undecided is not the same page. That's no page. I call bullshit because I think Statler, I think it's easier to go from, yeah, I don't want to have kids to, yeah, I can see myself once you find the right person. I don't see any woman going from, oh my gosh, I totally want to be a mom. I would love to be a mom. I'm going to be mom, a mom, regardless if I have you or not, to me, I can go either way. Yeah. That's absolutely not true. And if she's saying this, she's saying it because she somehow, for some reason, desperately wants to be with Statler. 100%. But there is no freaking way someone who wants to be a mom changes her mind. 100% not. No, she's pacifying the situation. She's trying to avoid any argument or disagreement. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've very, I don't think I've ever met anyone or heard of anyone who's been so diehard about having children and then all of a sudden not. Yes. It can, I can wrap my head around the other way. of like, no, I don't want kids. No, I don't That's want kids. No, I, I don't want kids. No, I know. I'm agreeing yeah. with you. Oh. But yeah, to me, <laughs> to me, this is Dempsey going, you know what? I don't want to fight. Let's, I'm just going to say I'm unsure now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, but they're both BSing each other because mm-hmm. I think Statler's sure that she doesn't want them. And I think Dempsey's sure that she does. I think Statler needs a different person. Like I don't see them together and Dempsey needs someone else too. I just don't see them matching. No, I agree. I agree. We'll see, guys. We'll see. Let's talk about Misha and Nicola because we learn the plan is for Nicola to come to the States next week. Yeah. So he's leaving on Sunday. So she's going to wait for him in New York. Could we not postpone the tell all? Let's get Nicola there in person. That's literally what I thought. But here's my thing the tell all is for business. He's he's coming on uh, on travel visa. I don't think they even wanted anything like this. That's be, such a good even point. being considered to be like, wait, are you paying him? You're paying him. So I think that was just fine. Um, he's coming to New York. Misha's going to show him New York and then going to fly to Minnesota together. That's a very good point. Just to back that up so we can put a button in it. When you get your tourist visa, it's not like you have to come this day. It's valid for three months, a window of time. Yeah. And so... Sure, maybe it hit, it's becomes valid in a couple of days from this tell-all, but more likely it's valid currently, but he doesn't want to go there because it could seem like he's going for work and that would screw them up long term. So he's just going to wait when it's he's free and clear of the tell-all and just go for mm-hmm. pleasure. I don't know if Israel has ESTA with the U.S., which means like this, like it's, it's basically a non-visa system that you just apply online tell the u.s government that you're coming for up to three months you give them your information and you pay 20 dollars czech republic has it my parents just applied for it 
my dad applied on Thursday. You usually get the approval within 24 hours. Mm-hmm. My mother applied on Friday night, so she's still waiting. But that's most of European countries that are in the EU have this system with the US. I don't know if Israel does. Yeah, I don't know either. But if they do, Nicole just needs to apply and wait wait 24 hours. Yes. Okay, so let's talk about the big issue with this couple, the annulment. Yes. Misha's been waiting a year and a half for the annulment. The tribunal of the archdiocese needs to decide if she can get married again. It sounds like a sentence from Sisters Act. It sounds like, uh, yeah, I've never seen... Like Lord of the Rings, but it sounds something like that too. Definitely not the Lord huh. of the Rings. I just hear like, Don't <laughs> shit on the Lord of the Rings. I didn't know I'm shitting on this. Um, but tribunal, just the idea of like that, I'm like, this is wild. Uh, <laughs> Christian's like WTF. I'm also kind of like WTF. And Misha goes, Well, it makes sense in my religion. And actually, I got some news. News Nicola. that Nicola doesn't even know about. Got some news. I received word from the tribunal. They called in. And I don't know if they trained them to make it more dramatic, but Misha's like, Nicola, regardless, mm-hmm. regardless of what the results are, just believe me. I love you. I will always love you. We'll make it work. And by the way, I got the annulment. <sighs> that's right? kind of, That's why I feel like this tell-all I fell flat because they're trying everything they can do to make it edge of your seat. But it just falls flat. Well, it was fine. But yeah, everyone's happy. Nicola's happy. Misha's happy. And Jasmine is like, <laughs> Nicola, you finally lose your virginity. <laughs> you yeah. finally bang. Yeah. Riley's like, eh, I'm going to give you 38.7 seconds. Yes. Maybe not even that. He's probably going to look at Misha and his penis is going to fall off. I would say so. He must be so backed up. I would say so. Yeah, and so Nicola thinks he's ready to please, he can perform, he can deliver, and Sean's like, what makes you think you know so much about women and pleasing women, Nicola? First grade. First grade. (laughs) (laughs) Stowler's like, I can give you a class. Yeah, please. Of course. Uh, Nicola goes, well, I'm not saying I'm an expert, but I'll learn. Misha, Misha, you will teach me. And Misha's like, well, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah, because Misha says... Well, by like sitting on him, or, like you know, us hanging out, I, I can tell that he has uh, he has the tools. He has the good tools in his pants. We've seen him dance. He's got no rhythm. No, but I mean, in and out, in and out, they can figure it out. They can play. What is it? Uh, what is the it? Bee Gees song that Michael uh, Michael Scott alive? had. <laughs> well, that's for CPR. <laughs> yeah. well, but sure, you can also do it for sex. Yeah, I think. Nicola might need CPR after the first time he bangs <laughs> Misha. Yeah. So then we bring in Misha's daughters, Mariah and Savaya. Moria and Svea. I always like forget that. that their dad is Swedish. These are oh. such Swedish names. All right. Moria and Svea. I actually like it. I like it too. So Sean wants to know if they think Misha and Nicola are a solid couple. They were definitely hesitant to answer. Yes. And... And they're, they're such smart kids. Like they're teenagers, but they're like, yeah, we just don't want to, we just want to feel judged by Nicola because we are teenagers. They don't want to feel judged. Yeah. yeah. So I think they're trying to navigate. They are religious too because they both are wearing little crosses. 
they were sideways crosses, or at least one of the daughters. Yeah, like that's a, just the style. Uh, that's what's in these days. Yeah. Mm. If it was upside upside down, I'd be like, all right, hello, Satan. <laughs> but no, that's just the style. I've seen it before, too. Okay. Well, Staller feels like Nico's going to come in, start judging. They're not going to want to live at home because of the judgment, and it's going to hurt the relationship with their mom. And Misha started to cry. She didn't say anything about this, but just through her tears, I felt like, oh, she worries about this too. She thinks this is also a possibility. I don't think that Nicola can overpower Misha. I think Misha is a bad, like, bad, I don't want to say bad bitch, but I think she can. <laughs> say bad bitch. Say badass bitch. There badass is a, bitch. I think she can. our podcast. We can say what we want. I think she can put him in his lane. Same for the kids. I don't think she is a woman that a man could just roll over and take over. I don't think she would ever allow him. I and don't, I don't think Nikola would try. I know he has all these ooh, big ideas. Well, that's where you're wrong. I he, think you're right about the first part. I think Nikola will use the Bible and religion to at least try to get his Yeah, way. but I think she can shut him down. And I don't think she would ever sacrifice her daughters or the relationship she has with them to Nicola. So I think Nicola will need to Nicola will always come second for her, which is fine because he will she will always come second for him. For him it's God. For her it's her kids. Well right. And that's the only reason I think you may be correct because Nicola is all in on God. Like even oh more, my gosh. even more than I thought he was through he this. Is. When he's saying like, oh it's my duty to spread the word and like I was like, oh yeah, he's all in. Misha She's in, but not as much as Nicola. Well, here's the thing. And I'm going to, I already hate what Nicola's going to say, but that's all he knows. All he knows is God. Oh, he doesn't know how to act in a relationship. He doesn't know that there are other things that are more important than God. And that's your significant other. That's her kids. That's family. He doesn't know any of that. All he knows is God, 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 God. Misha, ha- she's experienced the other side of things, right? Yeah. She's experienced that, yes, God is important to me. However, I have kids. Are there other things that I prioritize? I would like to see if once Nicola gets to, let's say, he moved in, if he's going to start seeing things a little differently because he has not seen, he has not experienced this at all. No, no. He does say, well, I'm not the kid's boss. Their mom's their boss. So I'm not coming to make their life miserable. Like That's the right answer. Yeah. I just wonder, will he abide by that or will he change his tune once he's there? I think, I think he will. Also, the kids are, they seem to be literally about to go to college. Yeah. But I don't think Misha would allow the relationship with her kids to go south because of Nicola. I think she would school Nicola to be like, okay, you have to, you know, dial back. These are my kids. They don't need to follow our rules. They are not that religious. I believe she would say that. However, Nicola needs to, I don't think he needs to experience it because he says, well, I don't even know how this thing started, but they started talking about uh, Nicola. like, well, the man is... The so, head of the household. So we flash back to these moments of friction yeah, that they shared during the season. It's like, oh, you're the most cute when you're mute, Misha. And uh, women cannot control men, Misha. What, what do you want? Hugs, hugs, Misha. Why are you crying? You want more hugs? 
And it's all these things that, that Nicola has said to Misha. And we come back to set and Misha's crying, although still defending Nicola. And Sean's like, well, what did you mean when you said you need to show Misha that you're the man, Nicola? And this is when Nicola just starts to dig himself a grave. Oh, he did. And listen, I already hate what he said. I don't agree with his beliefs. I don't agree with how he sees the world. However, I think that's the only way he knows. So him saying all this shit is him quoting the Bible. He says, the man is the head of the household and the, the woman just needs to follow him. God created women to, for the man, not man for the woman. And it's like Stathros doing the puking, the puking, what do you call it? Like, yeah, like, she was like miming, acting miming, out. Miming, yeah. acting out. Puking. I mean, I was too. I Listen, I was too, but I'm not trying to take nicola's side but again i don't think he knows any better i don't think he's ever experienced that there is more to the world and i hope that he will start understanding it with misha because if he doesn't i hope she'll leave him because she has more to worry about than just him but what you're saying is not a defense it's an explanation you're explaining the reason why he's acting the way he's acting. I think I'm explaining. And I agree with that, but it's not a defense. Oh, he's not a at, defense. At some point you have to go, I understand that this is how you were raised, but it's wrong. Yeah. And open your eyes, and especially if you're going to come to America. Absolutely. And I think that's what Misha wants to do. And I love the fact that he's coming there on the tourist visa, and he, they're going to see how things are. And I hope that if things are bad, if let's say he's there for three weeks, right? And he is trying to tell her, oh, the kids, they went out. Oh, they shouldn't be going out. They should be going to church. Like, If he's trying to manipulate and navigate things in his own way, I hope that Misha would be like, you know what, Nicola? This is not going to fly. Yeah. And let me take it back because I said, oh, what he's saying is bad and wrong and it shouldn't be that way. In my relationship, in our relationship, I feel it would be wrong. And my parents and my sisters and my friends, everybody I because know. Because of the religion. We're not the religion. No, but not even that. In every re relationship I know intimately, that would be the wrong way to go about things. But I'll say this. You do what works for your relationship. Sure. And so if this is what, if, if man is the leader and the one to give advice and the woman just follows, if that idea and construct works for a certain relationship, then by all means. True. Well, Amanda agrees with Nicola on everything. And she says, I'm not Catholic, but I'm religious. I guess she's a Christian. I don't know. Yeah. But she's like, I agree with that. And I can totally see it because everything she was telling Razvan, how men should be the head of the house, mm. men should provide no matter what. Oh, you, you would not want to be a a janitor just to provide for us. That's 100% her mindset. True. So she agrees with him. And Stathler is just telling Misha, you know what? There are other Catholic fish in the sea. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, maybe someone might be a little less Catholic, but they're still Catholic. There's still going to be things they will <sighs> they will obey by. I hope that if Misha wants to be Nicola, I hope that he will get the lesson. He will experience something other than just religion and we'll be okay with it. I think I think there's hope for that when he comes to the States. Yeah, because, because what he said was just like, oh, just want to smack him. Again, for our relationship, yes. And for most relationships, yes. Well, he basically, he, listen. How he I devalued see world, women. Exactly. Yeah. I don't see 
I see everyone equal. I always have, no matter if you're a woman or a man or black or white or Asian, I, I don't give a shit, right? I see everyone equal. However, I see people who do shitty things that are below us, people who murder people, people who commit all kinds of crimes. Those people are below me and those people are freaking assholes that should not even exist, right? However, everyone else on the same level for me, for him, he sees men more important yeah. than women. That's the biggest issue. And yeah. I really hope he gets some freaking lesson when he moves to this country and sees that men and women, we are equal, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Because I think even Misha is getting a little tired of oh, it. Oh, yeah. Because when they took the break and Misha calls Nicola, it started to seem like she was getting tired of all the Jesus talk. And Nicola's like, well, this is my life. I have to talk about Jesus. This is what I do. This is my passion. And... Misha knows that Nicola can just use that as a wall or defense or reasoning or explanation. And she's like, we need to be able to move past this. And everything mm -hmm. can't just be about Jesus or the Bible. There is more to life than just that. Exactly. And so, yes, I think Nicola's going to have to, he can still make that a huge part of his life. But I think even Misha's like, there needs to be more to our relationship than just this book. Totally. Okay, so then we just come back to set and we move to Riley and Violet. We flash back to all of their issues, Tiffany and Violet, the dating app drama, the private investigator, and Sean's like, it's interesting, Riley. You said it's common for Americans to hire PIs to look into their partner's past. Explain that, please. And Riley's like, well, it's common for Americans dating abroad. Eh, I wouldn't say that. Amanda agreed with this. Yeah, I think I can justify it if, and doesn't have to be, oh, you're a foreigner or you are an American. If you're in a relationship and your partner is being shady for a long time without giving you any answers, right? Without wanting to have a conversation with you, how long can you be in this relationship if you feel something's wrong? For maybe a few months, maybe a few years, but eventually you would know, you would want to know the answer. And I feel like we all have a gut, right? If you feel like, if I ask you multiple questions, you weren't answering me and there are important questions I could be asking and you weren't giving me what I want to hear, I will start being suspicious, right? Yeah. So I think in that case, I can see him hiring a PI. No, Teresa. I disagree completely. I'm going to use my same logic that we use with if you're dating and you need to see a therapist, no, you need to see other people. If you're dating and you need to hire a PI, no, you need to see other people. If you don't have the trust in your relationship that you feel like I should probably hire a private investigator, investigator you should probably just date somebody else. Oh, I listen, I totally agree with you, but... If things are going well and you feel like, yeah, this this might be it. They're not going well if you need to hire a PI. They're not. Okay. I Listen, I agree. But at the same time, their PIs also need to pay bills. Okay. But there are, yes, there's other things the PI can look into. Like what? I don't know. You just listed a whole bunch of crimes and murders and like they can investigate that. But you also have the that. police department. They also need to do some things. True. All so, right. <laughs> I can see how, yes, you're right. I think I think hiring a PI kills the trust. Yeah, there was no trust to begin with if you need to hire a PI. That's the point. Yes, but often so, I think often so, 
people who hire a PI find that the other is cheating or the other yes. person is hiding something. Yes. That's how you have a clear answer to break this off. I get, right. Maybe someone needs that closure. Yeah. And yes, not that you're hoping to get the answer you're looking for, but you get it and then you can end it knowing you made the right decision yeah. as opposed to I'm going to end it and then you just wonder, well, should I have ended it? Were they really cheating? Yeah. He didn't go with it. He was just thinking about it. So I think still that's bad. fine. I it is bad. bad. Listen, that relationship sucks. It is it is bad that he was even considering it, but she was not giving him anything. Yeah. She wasn't giving him nothing. Yeah. So then we bring in Tiffany. And Tiffany wonders what we all wonder, why Violet never deleted the app. Yeah. Violet said she did delete the app. However, she didn't know she also had to delete the profile, which is true. Okay. You need to delete the profile. However. 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 You would be offline. You. Oh, okay. Well, that was not going to be my however. My however was going to be that was one story she told. And then when Riley said, well, yeah, I was just on to see if you were still on. Violet goes, oh, well, yeah, well, I was on to see if you were on. It's like, well, which is it then? Yeah. You, you deleted the app? Or you were actually on the app to see if Riley was on the app. That is no trust. There is no trust. I don't whatsoever. trust. I don't trust Violet. That's yeah. two completely different statements. One is I don't even have the app on my phone, but I still have the account. That's why you saw it. The other is I was on the app to see if you were on the app. So those two things are diametrically opposed. Here's the thing. If this happened, right? Riley was getting suspicious. He went on the app saw her online, confronted her right away. And if she was like, dude, I was doing the same thing. All right. I yeah. let's let's make this official. Let's both delete the account, not just the app. And let's try to make this work. Right. Mm -hmm. The fact that she was never answering any questions about this. He kept asking her and she was saying nothing about it. Right. Completely. Then all of a sudden now you have an answer and it's, an obvious answer. It is true, but like you could have said this before. You could have said all this before. Yeah. Then we move on to the the million dollar question. The real issue. The big thing. The pregnancy. Yes. And I'm glad that Jasmine, Tiffany, they both give Riley shit for not using a condom. Oh yeah. And even like forget about you not being able to have kids. STDs. Diseases. Yeah. Diseases. Come on, slap on a rubber. Let's have some fun. But Sean asks Riley, why was the sex kept a secret? And Riley says, well, she asked me not to tell anyone. And Violet says, yeah, in my culture, it's just thrown upon to have a sexual relationship with someone. Then you just go to the hotel. I can wrap my head around that. I can wrap my head around it, too. But here's why I know she's lying. Because they start talking about, all right, so then you said she's pregnant, right? Okay, uh, Riley wanted her to go to this international hospital. Mm -hmm. He found a prenatal doctor, and he said in that scene before, he said, I said, I'm going to pay for all the bills. I'm going to pay for everything. I just want someone who speaks English. Makes sense. Violet says, oh, he wanted me to go to this expensive hospital. I'm just a teacher. I'm just a teacher in Vietnam. I couldn't afford it. That he told you he's going to pay for all the bills. Yeah. You didn't have to. All you had to do is to show up. So if you were pregnant, and we will find out next time, that your partner would be able to have a communication with a doctor. 
Yeah. Like you're a doctor, I get it. You have your own OBGYN, we all do, right? If they don't speak the same language, then what's you won't be able your English let's say they have a great trust, right? Her English is not good. No, and especially not good well, enough. Well, it's good enough to say I'm pregnant or I'm not pregnant, but correct, it's the but trust not that's good, the issue. Not good enough to go deeper on this baby. Uh, uh, Riley doesn't care about going deeper. Riley doesn't trust Violet enough. He doesn't want to hear Violet say whether she's pregnant or not. He wants to hear a doctor say whether she's pregnant yeah. or not. Because he says the timeline doesn't add up. And plus, there is a less than a 1% chance that I can conceive with the medications I'm on. Right. So he thinks Violet is scared that he could walk away from her so easily. And so she's lying about a kid so that he commits to her. And I'm going to add one more thing to the mix and you guys give me shit or not. They are both of certain age. They're both over 40. Mm -hmm. We all know the older you get, the more difficult it becomes to get pregnant, right? Yeah. She's 40 plus. She already had kids. 43. And there is a Riley who's on some sort of a medication that prevents him from making women pregnant then I don't think she's ever been pregnant with him. But we will find out next time. Thanks, DLC. I don't think so either. And I don't even think Riley's reasoning makes any sense. Oh, she wants to tell me that she's pregnant so that I propose to her and we get married and I commit to her. Well, you're going to find out if she's not pregnant and you could just call off the wedding. You're just engaged. I still stick to my beliefs that maybe she is pregnant with another guy and she's mm. going to try to milk him for some money. We'll see. We'll see. Because I, what I saw in the previews, I'm kind of like, wait, what? Yeah. So we'll <laughs> see. All right. That was tell all part one. Woo-hoo. After talking about it all, I'll boop it up to an eight out of 10. Yeah, it was decent. It was decent. I'll, I'll stay out of 10. I'm going to say 8.5. Christian, still one of the worst dressed. Uh, I think... If you look at the rest, I think the best. All right. That is it. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. If you guys want to hear us talk about it the other way, we're doing it on Patreon and Supercast, patreon.com slash Married to Reality and Married to Reality.supercast.com. Also, make sure you're following the free feed wherever you're listening right now. It's so easy to do. Look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard is the beautiful review we received from our friend Laura. Laura. Thank, thank you, Laura. Laura. Beautiful. And thanks to your husband. Thank you to your husband. Beautiful review. I'm sure it's a beautiful couple. Keep watching. Keep listening. We love it. If you haven't left a review, be like Laura. Leave us a review. If it's a five-star review, we'll read it on this podcast right here. Yes. All right. That is it. I've said it all. I've said too much. You absolutely have. We'll talk about that when we turn the mics off. Um, <laughs> means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>